Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intentional Pursuit Podcast. My name is Callie Lessenden, and I am here with my co-host, Natalie. And we are so excited you guys are here as we intentionally pursue conversation together. You can expect all things from faith, fitness, mindset, and lifestyle because we did not want to limit our conversations. We put up question boxes on our Instagrams, which will be listed in the show notes below so you can throw in any topics that you want to hear there as we post more about it. But today's episode in particular is going to consist of quick intros from us, what our words are for 2024, and then what it means to build allies for yourself. But before we jump into anything, we wanted to do some quick introductions for y'all. Awesome. So I am Natalie. I am from Palm Springs, California. Technically Palm Desert, but nobody really knows where Palm Desert is. So I would say Palm Springs. Um, I am 30 years old. I just turned 30, y'all. It's pretty crazy. And I moved to Texas three years ago. Um, I'm definitely a sunshine girl. So moving to a state that has sunshine was super important for me. And honestly, it's been like one of the best decisions I've ever made in my whole life. Um, It didn't initially start out that way, but honestly, God has a purpose for everything and I wouldn't be where I am without moving here. Um, Yeah. So my background is in exercise science. I grew up playing sports. I love sports. I am pretty competitive when it comes to it. Um, But then I stopped and had a little bit of an identity crisis, just trying to figure out uh, what my identity was in after you stop. Um, And so I just learned to love the gym so much, not just for the outlet, um, but also community as life began to go on. Like I would consider myself a little bit of a lone wolf in the gym. Um, but that definitely has started to change. But anyway, like most people, the gym is definitely an outlet. So I love building strength. And I always think it's interesting that strength to build requires resistance and it relates so much to life for me. And that's a huge reason why I love it, um, is that there are resistances in life and that parallel has just helped me grow so much. Um, and even though like strength is built in the gym, like my true strength is Jesus. So like what is on the external is just a reflection of the internal. And I think about like, what do I want people to know me for? And even though I love the gym or I want to be kind to others, like ultimately I want that to be a reflection of who God is in me. Um, and so in that, like finding intentional conversation and you know, that a conversation we have, I feel like has just grown so much that I'm really excited to share it all on the podcast. Um, but just finding people with similar goals, um, it's so important and we'll get into that more, but my desire just through this whole podcast is really to share experiences and conversations outside of this podcast, to bring them here and just be intentional, um, encouraging and just relatable to you guys so we can grow in it together. Natalie, that was amazing. Wow. I loved every bit of that, but I'm Callie. My name isn't spelt like that. A lot of people call me Kaylee, but I say Callie like California. I am 20 years old. I'm originally from central Wisconsin. Um, and six months ago, as you know, this podcast is being recorded, I picked up everything and moved to Texas to pursue a dream as I build my personal brand and my business, Achieve It Athletics, which is a lifestyle coaching business where I do all things from fitness, nutrition, and mindset coaching and mentoring. It is absolutely insane to me because if you asked me a year and a half ago, this never even would have crossed my mind, I would have said absolutely not because I was such like a homebody and absolutely just terrified of change. And then I had some big pivotal moments happen in my life where um, it really pushed me to pursue this. And it truly, yet again, is the best thing that has ever happened to me. I owe a lot of that to a supplement company that I am partnered with called BPN, which is also known as Bear Performance Nutrition. I love them. And they're actually based in Round Rock, which is close to the area that we are living in right now. Um, but I've been in the health and fitness industry for the majority of my life. I was a high level competitive gymnast for eight and a half years. But then I ended up getting a severe injury, which 
revealed that my entire elbow is completely malformed and my left radial head is completely dislocated. I tried working around it, tried doing physical therapy. It was really hard for me to lean off of the sport because like Natalie also said, found identity with her, you know, athletic endeavors. And it was really hard cutting my hours down from 20 to 25 hours a week to like what, 10 to 12 hours a week. So with that, I ended up, you know, getting involved in some things that probably weren't the best for me, but I am grateful for all of those experiences because it brought me to where I am today as cheesy as it sounds. But also with that one door being closed, so many other opportunities have been opened. Um, one of those opportunities was being thrown into the world of bodybuilding. After I was done with gymnastics and, you know, COVID, all of that stuff kind of hit, I was really introduced to bodybuilding and what it means to lift heavy and just pursue that avenue of fitness, which was honestly completely different from anything I've ever known. I had an old teammate on my gymnastics team where she did all of that stuff. And I was watching her from the sidelines as she went to college and was like building this really cool body. And I was like, dang, I want to look like that. So I got into bodybuilding and I immediately was in love with it. Um, fast forward, a few years I ended up stepping on stage at 19 years old and then five months after I competed in my first um, bodybuilding competition I ended up competing in my first powerlifting competition which is funny because they are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum but now I'm diving into other modalities of training like CrossFit and endurance training and I honestly love it being able to test my body and its capabilities in so many different you know, areas of fitness. I think it's so cool because so many people are tied down to just one area of fitness. And of course, if you want to be really, really good at one specific task, um, then you have to specialize in that. But right now I'm kind of figuring out what I like the most because I am so young. Um, but you know, as for life, I have a passion for encouraging others and for building people up and really helping them reveal the potential that they have within themselves. I was a gymnastics coach for four and a half years. I was a fitness instructor at another gym. I've been personal training, you know, with my online business. Like that is what I do. I love helping people step into the highest versions of mm -hmm. themselves and really unlock their absolute potential. I love a good, deep conversation, but I also love being able to let out my inner child, being witty. Um, so I am so blessed that I found a community down here in Texas and also to my peeps in Wisconsin um, <laughs> that I can be that way around. So that's a quick little snippet of who we are. But now moving in, we're going to do some quick announcements for y'all before we jump into the actual um, meat and potatoes of this show. So number one, we plan on having an official intro and outro soon, but we wanted to be intentional about the quality of those and not just throw together something just to have it but we operate off of the messy action is better than no action mantra and we wanted to still get started rather than having analysis paralysis so there's that and then you also can expect video episodes further down the line as well which will be posted to youtube so if you're somebody who likes to watch podcasts that will definitely be an option for you coming up within the future as we continue to get the equipment necessary for this podcast and so on and so forth. And then also the frequency of these episodes, you can also expect us to be posting every Monday from here forward on all streaming platforms. So we would absolutely love it if you were able to share this podcast. We're not running any ads or anything like that you know, right now we're obviously just getting started, but if you find value in this podcast within these conversations, if you think they would be valuable to anybody, feel free to share on Instagram stories, Snapchat, iMessage, whatever. Um, a little bit of a share goes a long way. And then also if you could drop a review, that would be beautiful. Leave your honest review. Doesn't, you know, if you don't vibe with it, don't <laughs> vibe with it. You don't need to vibe with it. Um, 
but we appreciate um, anybody who does leave a review. So that is that. Now let's just get jumping in to the conversation. Yeah. So as we're talking about what we wanted to talk about in these podcasts, um, like Kelly said, we didn't want to limit it to just one conversation. And we thought it would be fitting to kind of start this conversation talking about how we met. We met initially through Instagram. Um, our gym kind of reposts different stories. I think I followed Callie first and then she ended up reaching out in a message. Um, we found ourselves like posting really similar information and content. And I was like, man, we would be great friends. And just posting a lot of the similar podcasts that we listen to. Um, we'd also post, uh, obviously our gym stuff, posting the Bible. And, um, she ended up reaching out and, I think it was on something I posted in the Bible and just kind of mentioned, Hey, would you ever want to do a Bible study together? And like, that was such a blessing to me because I have been praying for other girlfriends who are like-minded. And, um, I just want to encourage you guys like prayer is so powerful. And that's something that I've been learning this year that that should not just be the last resort. Like that is the resort. And, um, anyway, so Fast forward, we had talked a little bit on Instagram here and there, and I would always post my like story about the gym after I would leave the gym, like not in the gym. And she'd be like, oh my gosh, you're in here. Like, where are you? Um, and I was always like, I've already left. Like, so I kind of said, well, maybe one morning I'll stick around. Um, and then she actually ended up coming early one morning because she had um, something to do after the gym. And I was on the deadlift platforms and she came over and I actually was like recording this all for my coach because I send uh, videos to my coach. Um, so it's great that I have that little moment. I love that I have it recorded, but she came over and like my face when I turned around is like, ah, I see my gym friend in person. It was so fun. Um, so I got that on video and we just like immediately connected. And then we ended up, uh, I had invited to Red Rocks church. That's kind of where I go here. And she ended up coming with me. And honestly, just the initial conversation, if you know, Callie, she is just a little ray of sunshine and she's this little bubbly, like totally brings out people's inner child. And I appreciate that so much about our friendship is you just genuinely want people to be themselves and you are so yourself. And so I just really appreciate that about you. We have these conversations all the time of like, I appreciate this friendship. And, but when you find a friend with like-minded um, like goals and desires in life, like really cherish those because it goes a long way. And I think that's probably the main thing we want to talk about is just like building your allies. And I, I know that it's sometimes easier said than done, but it's also so important to put yourself in positions. Like it's almost similar, like looking for a relationship, I'm not looking for it, but you want to become that person instead of just looking for that person. And how can I put myself in positions to be a good friend? You know, I would look for someone who also is in the gym or someone who also is already going to church, someone who also has goals and ambitions. And I think that feeds off of each other and creates like a healthy friendship. Honestly, <laughs> you hit everything on the head quite literally. Um, yeah, I honestly am speechless. And thank you so much for saying all that stuff, uh, you know, about me. I really appreciate that because I, I honestly, I strive to be like that. And ever since coming back to Christ, um, you know, about four or five months ago now at this point, we can definitely dive into testimonies in a later episode. Um, but Natalie's been somebody that I've looked up to for, you know, 
a while. She obviously is older than me, has a lot more experience and wisdom than me. And I always turn to her for that. And the way she also is allowed, like she allows herself to have a childlike energy, but also she carries herself so well and she is so wide. And, you know, we both bond on the fact that I think we're extremely logical and like analytical people, but Mm. also at the same time, we're going to help keep each other level-headed in certain circumstances because as women, we like to get caught up in certain things. We might be, yes, we might be emotional about some things because that's just who we are. Um, But, you know, we kind of do that for each other and I'm Mm. just honestly really blessed for it. It's super wild. We've honestly have been friends for what, like three months now, maybe. Yeah. It's been short (laughs) y'all, but like truly our friendship has just like skyrocketed from here. And I am so incredibly grateful. Mm. And like Natalie was saying, you got to put yourself in situations where like you want to, um, meet people who are like you, but also on that same token, if you want to attract people of some sort, you got to be walking the walk. Okay. Like every single day I literally pray to God. I'm just like, God craft me into, to the woman that you want me to be. And I will do anything to honor you and glorify you. My life is not my own, but it is yours. So use me as a vessel um, in any way that you need to use me as, because that I want at the end of the day, I want to glorify God. And I think that's been such an absolute game changer when it comes, especially to my mindset, because by declaring that over my life, I have full trust in God, like right there. If you are getting anxious about something to me I feel like that shows that you're lacking trust in God in mm-hmm. certain circumstances um and you know when we do get anxious it's going to be inevitable we're human we're going to get anxious about certain things yeah. but that's a question to ask yourself it's like okay if I'm feeling anxious about this right now like bring yourself back to earth quite literally and just remember that you know if you're feeling anxious about this okay, that means I'm lacking trust in God in some certain area, but why am I lacking trust? Mm. Because he has shown and proven himself time and time again with time because his plan is far greater than anything we really have ever had for ourselves. And I feel like so much or so oftentimes we forget about that and we always you know have our personal agenda in mind and what mm. we think is going to be best for us but how many times have we looked back on our lives and been like dang like I am so glad that it went this way and not the way that I initially wanted because to those of you who are listening right now I guarantee guarantee we've all had those <laughs> moments so just some encouragement for y'all if you're ever in those situations just kind of bring yourself back remind yourself of those situations and why you should be um, responding or feeling a certain way um, when you are anxious in that sense or anything of those lines. But I know that was like so much, but I wasn't going to bring this in, but I mm-hmm. feel like it's fitting. Um, something that conversation we've had, I've talked to you about is there's this quote, um, that says God will not give you second best unless you insist on it. And as you're speaking, I just kept hearing that quote in my head right now. And it just basically means like God has, he sees the overview of what is going on. And I know when we're in situations, sometimes we lack trust, like you were talking about, but God gives and he takes away. That's something that I've really had to learn in my life is learning to trust who God is. And that doesn't mean that we don't have a part to play. Like we absolutely have actions to play in that. Um, but I think sometimes when we either try to hold on to something that God is removing from our life, like we are insisting on second best by trying to hold on to that thing mm. when really we don't know what is ahead. You know, mm. we can't see what's ahead and it's probably better than what was behind us. Mm. Um, but I think like learning to trust in that aspect and just 
I want God's best for my life, just like you were saying. And so how can I be who you want me to be and not insist on the person who I want to be, which is like my will, which usually doesn't turn out how, <laughs> how I want it to turn out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to add that in there that God will not give you second best unless you insist on it. So don't insist on second best you guys like no I completely and 110% agree with that and you know a conversation Natalie and I were literally having yesterday was about that mm-hmm. and you know that can be interpreted and it definitely like there are certain um I wouldn't say like barriers but there are different you know ways to interpret that and mm-hmm. how to interpret it and at the end of the day like yes we as humans have free will and there are things that happen where you know there are bad things that happen to us yes. that aren't in God's will because humans have free will and mm-hmm. you know so take that you know, quote, not with a grain of salt, but, but true. Cause there's some things that happen to us that should never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that God can use the pain in your life for a purpose. Yes. And so that is, I think ultimately the goal is like God has purpose for your life mm-hmm. and allow him to use that. And I know sometimes it's hard to hear. Yeah. A thousand and ten percent. I absolutely love that. But I'm going to kind of shift around this conversation a little bit. I want to talk about our words of the year for 2024 Um, really quick. I don't know. You don't have to do this. I think it's super fun. One of my other friends, Grace, who will absolutely be um, a guest on this podcast at some point. She was the one who really encouraged me to do this and because she does it every single year. And she like forced me into this at first. She's like, look, Callie, let's go. Let's get into a creative conversation. And I was just not in it. I was a little stress ball at the time. I'm going to be so honest. And she could tell I was going through some stuff, um, you know, with finances and finances tend to stress like everybody out quite literally. But she was like, Callie, no, spit anything out of your mouth. Any word that comes to mind, it literally could be potato, just like spit it out. And we were sitting in this sauna in this gym. And I don't know how, what word I said first, but then we just kept going back and forth of like certain words. And my words just were like build, sprouting, evolve, growth, evolution, like those Mm -hmm. things that I kept saying. And at first I thought my word of the year was going to be build because I have a lot of different projects that I want to do this year, launching this podcast, building up my YouTube, my personal brand, building community, building relationships, building out a women's group, like so many projects, right? Like the 2024 is going to be a massive year. 2024 is going to be a God did that type of year. Um, and not just for me, but I've seen him already delivering and it's been 12 days into this year so far as we are recording this podcast and he is moving mountains in other people's lives. Um, But anyway, I was thinking about it. It's like, not only do I want to build certain things. I was listening to a book called Deep Work on a long road trip home from Mississippi to Texas. And I don't want to just scratch the surface and be like shallow with these. I want to be extremely intentional and deliberate. And as I was like talking and, you know, talking to friends, conversations, whatever, the words intentional and deliberate just kept coming up over and over again. So when I am talking about, certain things in what I do want to build. I don't want to be scratching the surface. I want to be intentional with that. Um, so that is my word for 2024 is I want to be intentional with the people I'm surrounding myself with, the communities that I'm building, the projects that I'm pursuing and working on. I don't want to just go halfway on these things. I want to go in with an intention and be deliberate with literally everything I do and remind myself, why am I doing these things? Why am I pursuing these things? Um, so that's my word of the year. That's kind of why I decided to dive into it. Now let's move on to Natalie and what her word is for 2024. So my word of the year, 
So after Callie had picked her word of the year, uh, we were on a walk. It was me and Callie and Liz, and they were kind of challenging me to pick my word of the year, which I don't know that I've done a word of the year. I've kind of had like themes before, um, but same thing. They kind of were like, well, just start saying words. And um, I think one of the words that came up was peace. And I immediately after said pursue. Um, so my word is pursuit or pursue um, that. And as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, I know that that's my word. I didn't say any other word after that. It just like clicked with me and the reason being is that anything that I desire requires that pursuit, just like Callie was talking about, how it requires an intentionality. Um, and I feel like I'm a pretty intentional person with like where I spend my time, um, et cetera. But I really think for me, the pursue aspect of actually going after those things and taking more action um, to pursue things that I am interested, whether it's like people, hobbies, um, my relationship with Jesus, like I want to be so specific with those things and like go after them full force. And one of the definitions of pursue is to follow something in order to catch or attack it, to continue along a path. So it's not something that is timid or fearful, but it's something that takes initiative. And I really like that um, just because I feel like certain circumstances in my life kind of made me take a back seat in my own life. And that's not necessarily like a poor me or like I feel bad for myself. That was just my reality at the time that my, I was just distracted. And I think like these past couple years have just reminded me who I am as a person and what I do want to pursue in my life and the goals that I do have. Um, and I just, I want to stay the course, you know, one of the definition while I was talking about like going after something and staying the course, um, with God and like being obedient, that has been like a really big word for me is obedience. And God is just teaching me um, to hear his voice more and to act on it. And so like pursuing that um, and just to pursue hobbies that bring joy, like I said, um, pursue goals and nothing that you want to pursue happens by accident. You have to act and be deliberate. Um, and I love the quote. It says thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habit, habit becomes character and character becomes destiny. Um, and just wanting to pursue like the thoughts and the words and the actions, habits and character that build my character and just push me to be who like God created me to be. So that's, that's my word. And it's, I think it's just funny that our words just go so in line with each other um, this year, at least even like the podcast same. Um, you can talk about your moment of like mm -hmm. find like just thinking like, hey, these go together. But um, like you have to be intentional about what you pursue and you need to pursue things in order to be intentional. So I love that. Yes, I love that. I remember. So when I we've been talking about this whole podcast thing for a little while now, and like every time we sit and have these conversations, we're like, dang, I wish we had a microphone on us right now. Like <laughs> this conversation is really good. Like yes. I would love to listen to this on a podcast. Um, but it was actually on New Year's, and it was, was wild this year or last year, however you want to say that. Um, <laughs> on New Year's Eve, we all were hanging out in a group. It was me, Natalie, my two roommates, and their boyfriends, and it was us just sitting around the fire. The guys were inside; they were playing pool against each other and then us girls were just having such intentional conversation mm -hmm. that was completely God driven. And I have, I have not had like an entire group like that. Talk about God for literally hours. I've had conversations like that one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, but for hours like that, it was just absolutely wild. And it was so 
cool. I just remember God like getting into my ear essentially and just saying, you need to pray. You need to pray for these girls. Ask these girls to pray. And if you know me, I've been afraid of public prayer for quite some time now. I've always put such pressure on myself for it because it needs to be this perfect and grand thing. But in quite like quite literally, it does not need to be that. You need to talk to God as if he is a friend or as if he's literally your father because that's who he is. We are his sons and we are his daughters. Um, and that's how you should be talking to him. So try not to put some huge pressure on yourself regarding that because it really doesn't need to be that. God just wants to hear your heart. You don't need to have these expansive words and things that you hear some pastors or, you know, prayers and sermons. You don't need that. You really don't just show up as you and just tell God how you're truly feeling in that time. But I was praying over these girls. And then as you know, we ended up going home, splitting ways for the night. It was like (laughs) 2 a.m. at this point. And I was editing pictures and videos from all this stuff, getting them all out so I could get them done so that everybody could have them for, you know, New Year's Day um, for their Instagram posts and whatnot. Uh, But I literally was in bed and I was closing my eyes and I just remember God, like, I swear it was God just screaming in my ear, the intentional pursuit. And immediately, I kid you not, I jumped out of my bed because I plug my phone across the room. I do not keep my phone by my bed. I literally jumped out of my bed, ran to my phone. Natalie was already asleep at this time. And I was like, that's it. Intentional pursuit. This needs to be our podcast name because it doesn't tie us down to one Mm -hmm. topic. And we don't want our you know, podcasts, we tied down to one topic. So that was how I kind of thought of the intentional pursuit podcast. And I kind of just also want to touch on really quick of like God speaking to us, because I know if you're listening to this, it can be frustrating to hear other people say, God told me this, Mm -hmm. or God put this on my heart. God said that. And I was that person for a while. And we actually, well, my other friend, Amanda and I, we just started a women's group, which is held in person and virtual. If you want to know more about that, head over to the show notes and click on our Instagram. We have information there regarding that. But anyway, my brain, my, wow, I totally forgot where I was going. What was I talking about before? Um, I got lost on that too. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh no, okay, wait, totally on. fine. This is going to be so fun. This is what happens in the edit. A ping oh, pong God. brain. <laughs> I can't. Okay. okay not having this experience prayer and how prayer yes hearing God okay so (laughs) when it comes to hearing God it can be so frustrating to hear other people saying God put this on my heart or God said this to me I was one of those people and with this women's group that I was just telling you guys about I was literally doing my makeup and I was getting so frustrated because I'm like God like I'm supposed to be starting this women's group but I have no idea what the series is supposed to be and I have been praying about it like I need to know by the meeting next week like can you please just like follow through and I was putting mascara on and I literally paused while I was looking at myself in the mirror I was like oh my gosh God says we are blank and that was like one of the first times I've ever heard like God truly speak to me truly and also I believe that God speaks to us in different ways God can speak through to others through visions God can speak to others through worship music and people feel him in different ways so that is just a word of encouragement for all of y'all um out there as well but I would also like to add in really if you want to know what God says to go to the Bible because that is ultimately God's word and that's what he is saying what he is saying is in the Bible so if you don't know where to start and hearing God's voice read his word amen to that I absolutely love it and also I kind of just want to circle back around to the word yet again intention Mm. intentional in pursuit um I just have we obviously took some little notes here but I wanted to um touch on this that I wrote down um in order to grow in a relationship with Christ we must be intentional about spending time with him we can just not magically know him on all sorts of levels so 
in order to grow in a relationship with Christ, you need to be diving into the Bible. You need to be um, mm-hmm. working on your prayer life. You need to be plugging yourself into church or in some sort of community or something along those lines. It doesn't just happen where we're going to be super strong with God and all this stuff. St- we have to strengthen that relationship. Like we are literally exercising y'all. Okay. It is like a muscle. We need to be intentional in that pursuit in developing a relationship with him, because how are we going to get to know him if we don't spend time with him? Right. Just like making a friend. If you are Mm -hmm. wanting to be friends with somebody, you got to go out of your way and talk to them. You got to go out of your way, spend quality and intentional time with them because so many of us, I'm sure we all have experienced surface level friendships and they're not fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and we don't, y'all don't want to be there. Okay. So just some encouragement for you in any aspect of your life, whether it's friendships, your relationship with God, with any sort of, you know, relationship, romantic, platonic, whatever, be intentional with that time. Okay. Because it's not fun to, um, waste somebody else's time and time is a valuable asset and we all value it. We can never get time back. Okay. So when it comes to pursuing anything in Mm -hmm. all, like at all, you must be intentional with it because at the end of the day, we don't want to be, you know, leaving with our cup feeling empty and drained. The people that you should are surrounding yourself around, they should be filling you up. And I understand it is hard to find those people. And especially if you're in an environment where you are struggling and my word of advice to you is you got to try your best to get out. I understand if there are certain things holding you down, but fear can hold a lot of us back. Mm -hmm. Truly. That's what held me back for a long time. And it can paralyze us. Truly. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Fear. Absolutely. It's hard. But at the end of the day, we are putting trust in God. And if he has been telling you that you need to get up out of this environment so you can surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are also on fire for the Lord, who are also on fire for fitness or whatever endeavor, say you're into music, get somewhere where you're going to find like-minded individuals. And we live in a society today where we have little machines in our pockets all the time. You can connect Mm -hmm. with people through that resource. Social media and, you know, technology can definitely be a blessing and a curse at times, But if you approach it properly and consciously, it can absolutely be a healthy resource for you. Um, And also, as long as you're sticking to certain boundaries and parameters with all of that. So that's kind of just like a word of encouragement for you Mm -hmm. in regarding, you know, that situation. I know I definitely went on a rabbit trail. But But I think that leads in perfectly to like building the allies part Mm -hmm. of like you have to put yourself into those situations. So something that we connected on to was we both listened to the podcast um, by Bedros Koulian. <laughs> yes. So you guys should definitely check him out um, if you haven't already. And something that he talks a lot about is building your allies and your allies help shape your life. Like you need people in your corner um, to push you. And I know that we don't always have that. I know both of our stories involves times where we would consider ourselves like the lone wolf. And not that I don't have people, you know, but maybe I didn't have people directly around me because I had moved or because you had moved. And so you have to like refine that community. Um, and something that Bedra says as far as like trying to um, navigate like life or a different goal that you have, and maybe one of them is making new friends, is one vision. So what do you want and when do you want it by? So it's navigating that first and then mission. So the daily steps um, to get the outcome that you're looking for, identifying um, your core values. So what's in uh, in alignment with you, your beliefs, your non-negotiables, and then finding your allies, who's going to support you. And I think those all go really hand in hand, um, especially when you're trying to start something new. Yes, I completely (laughs) agree. And when it comes to allies, okay. Mm. 
Bedros, yet again, we're going to keep hyping so this man up, okay? <laughs> he usually is, like, targeted towards male audiences at for a while, and it's really cool to see other women listening to him. So, yet again, when I saw that Natalie watched him or listened to him, I literally kind of went little bonkers. My jaw Same. literally <laughs> dropped. I was like, it's like, yes. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Another There's female. A, I was listens. like, literally, another female. This is really weird, but okay. Um, and also with that, I try to try to be careful because I also mm. want to be, you know, soft and gentle and nurturing like I am supposed to be as a woman and also keep my feminine, but also not get like too hard and like masculine minded. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, but one thing he always talks about is allies versus friends. Like allies are people who keep your best interest in mind. Okay. When we are talking about quote unquote friends or acquaintances, right? you're going to have acquaintances. You're going to have friends. You sometimes you have certain friends that are going to want to go out and party and they don't care Mm -hmm. if you have self-sabotaging behavior. They'll see it and they will watch it happen and they will just sit back and be a bystander. And that is a dangerous game to be around. That is quite literally playing with fire. I learned that thankfully at a very early age and I am extremely picky in particular with Mm -hmm. who I devote my energy and my time to because at the end of the day with any relationship that I am pursuing I value the other person's time and I value my time I don't want to waste that because like I said earlier time is a valuable valuable asset and quite honestly I will make this argument y'all can definitely argue with me on it but time is the most valuable thing that there is Truly agreed. A hundred percent. You can't get it back. So a hundred percent. Um, so when it comes to determining who your allies are, they are going to have your best interest in mind. They're going to support you. Right. But say you have some self-sabotaging behavior going on or some self-destructive behavior going on, or you're going to do something or you're doing X, Y, and Z, and they're watching it happen. They are not just going to be a bystander. They're going to step in and be like, Hey, Callie, I think what you're doing right now Mm -hmm. does not have your best interest in mind. I only want to see you succeed and do well. And I believe that what you're doing right now is going to be hurting you. And they're going to say it, even though it might hurt me, for example, to hear at the time, it is absolutely crucial that it is brought to the surface. Um, too often, like I said, people are just going by and, and floating in life. And life truly is cheesy and cliche mm-hmm. as it sounds. It Our time here is so short. And I believe we all should be having a, a mission and a purpose um, to leave an impact, leave a footstep. Um, because at the end of the day, people are going to remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm not all of these certain like accomplishments and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe you'll go down in history books. Okay. whoop de freaking do. But at the end of the day, like if you're on your, de- like your deathbed, people are going to rem- like, remember how you made them feel and you want to impact people. You want to make them feel inspired or just be some good part of somebody's story. And I feel like that's what an ally truly is. Right. And I think practically, like I know it's easy to listen to this and to feel like you don't have practical steps to apply it. Like, okay, great. It's good hearing that information of how amazing allies are. Where do I start in that? And I know at least from my experience, um, like there was a time like early on that drinking and partying was a thing. And then when I decided to stop, um, like you will lose some friends and that's, I know we all know that, you know, it's like, Oh, that's less fun, but it's sticking to it, even though it's hard in the moment, because what's the other option? You're choosing a different hard. I'm going to intervene really quick and just show the thing that's like screaming in my ear right now is hard, right? Over the easy. Yes. Amen to that. So that's, that's exactly right though. That's, and I think we've all had experiences like that. And that might lead you into a lonely season where maybe you feel like you don't have people, but I just, 
just want to encourage you, like maybe that is your opportunity to rely on God because overall, nobody can show up for you like God will. And he is the one that is never changing. Um, I know that it's super important. Like I totally believe that we're built for community and we need that. And I think all of us desire to be known, to be loved and to be seen and still loved. Um, and so I think that that is really how God created us to be. And so I know lonely seasons can feel really hard, but I think practically removing yourself from situations and at least creating boundaries. Um, there's a really good book. It's called Good Boundaries and Goodbyes by Lisa Turkhurst. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has a podcast that is really great, but anyway, called Therapy and the- Theology. It's a good one, but it she talks a lot about creating boundaries and how like even God had boundaries when he created the heavens and the earth. You know, if he didn't create those boundaries between the two, it would be chaos and they would be intertwined. But he created those for a reason. And that's why it's important even in our friendships to have those boundaries. Um, So I think one, separating yourself from situations and creating boundaries at least. And then two, you have to involve yourselves in the things that you want to be a part of. And I know that it's uncomfortable. Like we can both talk about uncomfortable situations. You know, even I think starting a podcast, like that could be uncomfortable because you don't really know what you're doing. I know that it's just conversation, but sometimes you just have to take action and roll with it until Mm -hmm. you're good at something. Um, so that's even with the gym, you know, sometimes you got to suck before you get better. I literally love that quote. You just do. And and that's just part of life. And I'm preaching to myself too, because I don't have it down. Mm -hmm. There's parts. And that's why pursue is my word because I don't want to live scared. Like you said, like time is so valuable. I could cry talking about this situation. I'm already frustrated at time that I have lost at certain time that I was distracted. Um, not to say like those times I wasn't still seeking God, but I think certain situations took a lot of my energy and effort and, um, certain things like I won't understand fully. Um, it's hard to make sense of things that don't make sense. And so how do I shift my energy and attention though? Because I can't stay stuck on what happened, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not a victim, but how do I take all of that and use it to help other people and to feel me forward and, um, just use the most of my time. Now I literally Mm. get goosebumps talking about time just because like you're saying, you don't get it back. And so if you feel like, I just want to encourage you, if you are someone who feels like you have lost time or have wasted time, God can do so much with your story still. And like your story is not over. He can put you, it's so funny even that like we have a 10 year age gap y'all. Okay. She, like we're a little sister, big sister situation here, but like, <laughs> but you don't like, we don't feel that just because of the intentional conversation that we have and such similar mindsets and goals that way. Um, and so God, it kind of uses Callie in my life and like little healing in parts of my life. Right. And like, and vice versa, you know, we have mm-hmm. conversations about that. And so your story is to be continued, but you mm-hmm. have to Amen. play a part in it. Like Amen. God has such good things for you, yes. but you, you have to act on it. So I'm preaching to myself and I just want to encourage anyone else who feels that way. Like, you still have time and just use what you have in front of you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 110%. And even though I'm only 20, I have so much experience. You do though. If you know Callie, like I, that's not to say you have so much experience and wisdom and it, that's, 
really amazing and hard to find in someone. So even, okay, let me say this to people who are younger too. <laughs> like you have so much to still offer. Like even the Bible talks about how, you know, just because you're young, like that doesn't mean you don't have something to say. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you can always be learning things from different people. I really think it just, your mindset has so much oh my, to do thousand with percent. everything. So anyway, sorry. What yes. No, going on just about like mindset and everything. And like, I get told all the time that people are like, you, you, you seem so much older just because of the way you carry yourself, blah, 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 all this stuff. And sometimes I'll rip on myself and like, get so hard on myself. I'm like, I'm 20 years old. Like finances aren't looking too amazing right now. Like I'm still making it by and like, I'm completely independent X, Y, Z, whatever, all of these things. But like at the end of the day, we are all we are all figuring it out. Okay. Amen. And I know, I hope at least that there's, there's somebody listening to this today and you don't have to have, you literally don't have to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. This is our, all of our first and only times living life. Okay. So, um, that's just a word of encouragement. There is that, you know, I also believe there is so much power in story. There's mm. so much power in testimony too. And we talked about this at the women's group that we hosted this last Wednesday, um, you know, some people when sharing their testimony, whether it's related to faith or just their overall life, you know, story on where they're at right now, some people rip on themselves where they'll hear all these testimonies where people have gone through all these terrible things and, you know, been completely stomped on, ripped to shreds. And then these people just built themselves up and created something beautiful, um, and amazing and for themselves. And, you know, some people will look at themselves and say, well, my, my testimony is super boring. I don't Mm. have anything. No. Don't tell yourself that, please. I don't like using the word don't, but try not to tell yourself that seriously because there is power in everybody's testimony and you don't know who that's going to impact. And us as human, we learn through story. We learn through experiences. And Mm -hmm. for anybody out there, you know, my biggest word of advice, well, I have plenty of words of advice, but, and we can absolutely (laughs) chat for so, so long on these, but is to just be a sponge. Hmm whether it comes to somebody else's experiences or your own personal experiences, absolutely be a sponge. Okay. If you are going through something time and time again, and something is not changing. Mm. Okay. This system isn't working. Okay. Why are you expecting change? Let that sit and resonate with you for a second, because I know so often people are running on hamster wheels. They're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And they're wondering why am I on this freaking hamster wheel? It feels like I'm literally never going to get off. And it is so frustrating to be like that, but that's when you need to take a look at yourself and be, okay, where am I putting my time, my money and my resources? Because Mm -hmm. that, those three right there are going to show you the things that you value most and what you prioritize. Um, I know I'm going on a, on a whole rabbit hole right now, but I feel like this just really needs to, um, be said if something isn't working, obviously something within your systems need to change. And also another word of encouragement, um, to y'all it's okay to ask for help. I, Mm. I struggle to ask for help and I would consider myself somebody who's definitely a leader. Um, I've been in so many leadership positions, you know, for a long time, I've always been somebody to speak up, to participate with coaching gymnastics. I led, you know, a bunch of younger girls. They looked up to me. I was their leader. I was a fitness instructor. I was leading boot camps. I'm a personal trainer. I am leading somebody to living a life that, you know, I hope that they end up loving. One quote that Grace, my friend that I talked about earlier, she was the one who told me this and reminded me of this when I was going through all of these like stressors a few weeks ago, but she's like, Callie, 
A good leader knows when to ask for help. And circling back around to what Natalie said about community, we are not meant to be lone wolves, okay? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it is it is yourself and God. So you already have a buddy right there. You're never alone with him, okay? But also at the same time, people have strengths in different areas. People have different weaknesses in different areas. And all together, I feel like we're all like little puzzle pieces that kind of just like complete the puzzle. And like Natalie was saying earlier, like that I kind of healed some parts for her. And she did the exact same for me, like truly. And I mean that so wholeheartedly. There's a lot of like emotional things that need like healing and Mm -hmm. she's able to pour into me in that sense. And I'm able to reciprocate that into Mm her, um, So it definitely is a process with all of that, but also it takes you being vulnerable and willing um, to open up in certain ways. And let me just say, willing, okay? You must be willing. It's hard. It's scary, okay? But at the end of the day, like fear is never going to get you anywhere and it's going to hold you back. And it's yet again, the whole cliche, cheesy saying of like, you know, um, people have two regrets in life, you know, the fear of not trying or what is it? Two regrets in life. Um, hold on. I freaking chicken Callie. We're gonna, uh, coming in clutch. I think the quote goes, there's two fears in life, the fear of regret or the fear of not trying. And I no, that's no, totally that's not the same it. thing. That totally- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if you don't try, you're going to regret it. <laughs> um definitely oh my gosh I'm so sorry that totally just made everything so lighthearted. but this is this is podcast has been going on for oh, a yeah. minute now okay. um I think that would be a great way to end it you know we'll touch base on the whole fear thing in a later episode but it's good to leave this lighthearted and yes. laughing by the end of it I literally have like tears in my eyes from it's laughing great. so hard it's and just if amazing you guys, I would just encourage you to, we wanted to encourage you guys to be creative and maybe pick a word and it doesn't have to be serious. You know, you can chat with your friends and be like, Hey, what do you think a word would be for my life? Or just have help in that, um, or create a vision board, um, something that can inspire you. And a word is just a word unless you take action. So it's just going to be a floating word unless like you really do something about it. And so Mm. I think having someone to hold you accountable to that, maybe you can share your word with somebody, Mm. um, but something to just inspire you to live a certain way this year. And it's, I'm not usually a New Year's resolution person and we can chat. Okay. I know this could continue this conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Callie had, we talked about a little bit on New Year's was um, commitments versus um, resolutions or goals, just because there's things that you actually commit to instead of just having these things floating up in your head. So anyway, things that you can commit to this year and it should be ongoing. It doesn't have to start at the beginning of a year. It can start anytime. Um, like your life is continual. And so, but I do think having that clean slate idea of picking a word for the year, we measure things in time, obviously that's just how humans work. And so I think it's a good thing to have something you can measure. So within this time of year, maybe pick a goal or season of life that, um, a word that you can focus on and really go after. I absolutely love that going on with the whole commitment thing, because you're making a promise to yourself at that point, rather than hoping for something to happen, you're going to force yourself to make it happen. So, um, that's our word of encouragement. We've said that so many times throughout <laughs> this podcast, but if you end up making like a little vision board or anything of that sort, definitely DM it to us on yes. Instagram. We absolutely want to see all those fun little things. Um, I love sharing my vision board. I shared it in my 
my broadcast channel on Instagram. I've, I've shared it with my one-on-one -on -one clients. Like it's so fun. It's such a fun little activity. I've set it as my lock screen on my phone, my lock screen on my MacBook, and I've also printed it out and put it in my office as well. So maybe that's overkill, but I want constant. So good. Yes, I want constant reminders of these things that I'm you know pursuing, and they don't have to be goals. Like I literally have things involving like line dancing on there. Okay, we love line dancing. <laughs> I want to get really good at it, so I put something involving line dancing on there. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so so much. We love every single one of you, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's podcast. We are so excited to chat with you guys um, on a following podcast as well. And if you want to hear anything specific definitely keep out for those little drop boxes or those little question boxes on our Instagram stories, or you can just DM them to us right now. Mm -hmm. Obviously as this, you know, show begins to grow and expand, we probably will have to have a separate area for those drop box questions, but that will be for a different time when that actually does happen. And once again, if you like this episode, make sure to share it with your friends, your family, social media, whatever. It truly, truly, truly means the world. And if you didn't find value from it and you didn't vibe with it. No biggie. You don't have to come back and listen again. Um, we want to make this a welcoming place for like-minded individuals. Um, but that's all that I have to say. Natalie, do you have anything to wrap this up? That's it. I'm just super excited, uh, to continue intentionally pursuing life together y'all. So, um, until next time. Amen. Alrighty. Make sure to tune in next week for the next episode. See y'all later.